dear HEP Talks listeners. My name is Anne Etchells and I'm the lead for Teacher Development, Leadership and Governance at HEP. On Saturday, we're holding our annual Governor Conference and we're holding this in person for the first time in several years and are looking forward to being able to network as well as hear from our speakers and engage in workshops. The theme of the conference is what's going on. If governors want to join us and they haven't signed up yet, we're meeting at Hornsey School for Girls on the morning of Saturday, the 11th of March, and you can sign up on Governor Hub. With the theme of governance in mind, we are looking to go back to a previous HEP talk where a chair of governors was interviewed about her role in the Ofsted inspection of the school. Welcome to HEP Talks. I'm Luke Kemper. Today, we'll be hearing from Karen Tate, governor at South Haringey School, about Ofsted inspections. HEP's own Nitha Atukarale asked Karen several questions concerning what schools can expect and how they can be prepared. Without any further ado, let's jump into it. Nitha, take it away. Uh, so we're here to talk about Ofsted preparation, um, and I've grouped some questions up for sort of before, during, and after, and a few takeaways that you might want to give to governors as well that are in a similar situation to you. So to kick off with, um, in terms of the before, Franz told me that you were really, really good in terms of preparing and that you're a really efficient governing body. That's why I thought it'd be good to speak to you. How long in advance did you start preparing um, in terms of sort of a governing body action plan for Ofsted? Did you have one? How, I mean, how did you, how did it come about? Um, I suppose we we did. It wasn't sort of, I suppose the, 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 the full-on plan came into effect sort of much, much later, sort of in the couple of months beforehand, but Prior to that, we have been preparing probably for over a year because we've been in the window for a bit longer. Obviously, there's COVID happening, but, you know, we're really mindful as a governing body anyway that really the all the meetings need to take place on time, all the visits need to happen, following up, making sure your paperwork's done, all your safeguarding meetings go in, that you're in regular contact with the school. Everybody knows what their duties are. So we're quite... You know, we're doing that all the time. So whilst you're, you've got in the back of your mind that Ofsted may be coming and we are making sure that there's challenge, we are making sure that the, the challenge is in the minutes, it is being minuted, those minutes are going in a folder, they are being signed. So, so you, you, you're kind of preparing all the time, if that makes sense. So, you know, we have been sort of gearing up and making sure that we're nice and tight and everybody knows what they're doing. Everybody's got training. No one feels insecure about what their role is or what they're doing. So I think that's sort of in the background. And then nearer to the time, it's kind of working out how do we want to present to the offset inspector? Not that you ever really know, but obviously the school have things that they would want to lead the offset inspector into maybe look at this, maybe look at this in those discussions. So specialisms that you think the school has. We were really clear about our school values. That was a piece of work that had been done. So we were quite clear on that. And, and then it was working out who, who were experienced governors, who felt confident, who could be available. 
and if they can't be available at short notice then that's obviously a problem so we yeah. sort of did a, a you know a group of people um we tried to make sure that all of those people had done the Ofsted training at HEP or had seen the slides or had read through the latest information on that so that's sort of how we sort of approached it yeah so a general overall and then getting nearer to things having a specific group of people perhaps people who have been through an offset previously or or new governors who who were good at confident at talking who kind of knew the school because that's the other thing as well you know someone may know loads but actually may not be that confident in the room to speak you know going for your strengths and how large was your your team well, our team, our, our working party is five. So we're relatively small as a working party. And that's your Ofsted working party. That's our Ofsted working party. And then to actually go in and meet the officer on the day, we went for three people. So myself and two other governors. So we kept it small. Each of the governors is a link, has a link role anyway. So they could talk about whatever the link role was. So we, we, we tended to go smaller rather than bigger. That was our strategy. Whether that works or not, I don't know. It worked for your particular governing for body. Us, for us, it worked for us, yeah. And yeah. you had standby governors as well, just in case someone wasn't yeah. available. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So out um, of the five, we always kind of knew that we would be going in roughly with three. So out of the, obviously myself and then two others, whoever was going to be available on the day. What was the role of your clerk? Because you must have, with all of the preparation, you've made it clear that ongoing work was really important for you as a governing body to make sure that you were fulfilling your duties and you forward planned work anyway, really tightly. How did you work with your clerk and, and what role did they play in that? I mean, I'd have to say that our clerk is utterly indispensable. She, Corinne, is just great. So she really keeps us on the straight and narrow of minutes keeping everything tidy, you need to get your meeting in, jostling along, sending out agendas, following up with minutes. So, you know, she's essential to it, knowing this this is, you know, these policies, getting everything done in a timely fashion, she kind of keeps the clock running for us, you know, keeps that motor ticking all the time. It's essential because, you know, you can't remember everything. And, she, and she's just great at that. So she's really... She's been central in terms yeah. of preparing. And I guess that would be a takeaway as well, but we'll come on to takeaways later. Okay, so to get back to sort of during the inspection with the team of three, mm-hmm. could you talk me through what happened? The school got the call. School got the call. Um, Did it come as a surprise? No, we were in the window. We knew it was happening. But I think it's always a bit of a surprise, oddly, isn't it? You know, you yeah. know it's going to happen. But then when the call actually comes, you think, oh, OK. So the school were well prepared. Um, and I think, you know, I had a conversation with Ian at the beginning when he said, OK, we've had the call. Ian's our head. Um, and then after the inspector had been, they, the school were going to prepare. So I'd started preparing by obviously calling people, see who was going to be available. We knew that yes. the next day it would be the day after, working out who was available, who was going to go in. And then sitting back a bit, waiting for the school. I'd started prepping by printing off some things. So I'd gone and printed 
pupil premiums, sports grant, all of those various things, the catch up, stuff that's on the website, just to refresh your own mind. I printed off specific minutes that I thought would be relevant. I printed off our link governor visits. So I kind of made an, our own governor pack, if you like. This is a really practical question, so excuse me. I'm assuming that you have them all prepped in one file. Uh, really, really basic. I know, apologies, but it's helpful for some governing bodies. Yeah, lots all of on them, Governor Hub in one area. Lots of them are on Governor Hub, which is essential, which is really, really helpful. So I was able to go through and see some of the stuff was on the website, some of the stuff I had in emails. So I just kind of made a little list of things that I thought were relevant, started printing those off and, and kind of getting a little pack together, which I thought, well, I'm going to take in anyway, because I can't remember everything. But, you know, with the sports funding, if it's there, you've printed it off, you know, it's been discussed, you can refer to it. With the um, link governor visits, I actually gave them to the inspector and said, these are, because we didn't have all our link governors in, I said that we all had link governor roles and I said, and these are some of the forms that we use. And here they are filled in. They're available if you want to look at them. Just, I think it, it just sort of made for me feel more confident going in that all of the paperwork was there and I could have a folder that I did refer to rather than thinking, oh, I've got to remember everything in my head. And also if you're asked, then you can show it as well, I suppose, as evidence. Yeah. Are you aware of the evidence that inspectors looked at? Or did they make reference to any documents, governing body documents that they'd looked at, minutes? Did you have any idea? I didn't of that? get a real sense of him saying, we've looked at this, but I, I'm assuming that the safeguarding documents would have been looked at. I'm assuming that minutes would have been looked at to make sure that they're all there in the file. Yeah, I mean, he didn't make specific reference to them, but... I'm suspecting that he did look at those things. And in terms of communicating with the school at this point, did you actually step back uh, knowing yeah. that they were under pressure and just prepare yeah. yourself? So we, we stepped back um, and I'd had a couple of conversations probably with Ian, maybe the night before, but only a very brief conversation Then we knew that they were coming in the following day. We weren't, we wouldn't be expected to be in until the day after that. So we let them get on with it the next day. Then Ian had called me and had let me know what the lines of inquiry were. So from that point on, that was on the second day. He'd let me know how that got, had gone and told, told us what time roughly we wanted to be in. We talked about how many people we would bring, who was available. We had a quick discussion around that. Um, Ian had said, well, I'll leave it to you as to what you think is the best, who to have from the group. We discussed that we thought smaller was better. And that was it really. So there was discussion, but not, you know, masses of discussion because and I, I'm sure it's different for each I school. Think it varies for each. Did yeah. you get a sense of what the school was being asked at all? Did you did you probe at all around any indications of key line of inquiry, or did you just go with what you had prepared in your mind? Well, Ian told me what the key lines of inquiry were. He's going to be doing a deep dive on this and a da da da. You know, so he'd given me that. 
And we just talked about what, what we were presenting as our exceptionalisms as the, at the school. So that, that was what we were going for. And we'd, okay. we'd already talked about that. We'd talked about that in previous governing body meetings. So we, we kind of knew what we were trying to present. And there, obviously there were the um, lines of inquiry, but our exceptionalisms that we were presenting were, were broader. So would tie into whatever the lines of inquiry were going to be. Um, with the during, um, when you actually got in and the three of you met with the inspector, um, what form did the meeting take? Was it Zoom? Was it? Were you all in school? No, we, were, we went in in person. We were kind of in that little section. And as a group? As a group, we went in. So we met, you know, half an hour before. We talked through the various things that we'd discussed previously as a, as a working party. We talked through the... the um, various things that I'd printed off that we could refer to them and that was it really and then we went in as the three so okay during the kind of questions I don't know if you can recollect the questions that you were asked I know it's different for every governing body I know it is and it's difficult to remember because it just that's absolutely fine out. just a gist is helpful yeah I mean he he asked about um each of our roles, how long we've been with school, what, what our roles were. He asked how, how our governing body worked. So we gave him an overview of the committee structure, sort of a rough idea of how often we met, that we talked about the pandemic and that we still met during, you know, doing Zoom. Um, so there was a, a, an overall general who had what roles. So I gave him the, the, the structure of that. Then he asked about me as the safeguarding links, obviously the chair and the safeguarding link. So I talked a bit about our last visit, my last visit. He asked me about training. What do I do in terms of training? So we talked briefly about that for a little while. Then I think he talked to other governors. One of our other governors um, was our send link. So he spoke briefly about that with her. Then I think the discussion moved on. Other things that he asked about were, he talked a bit about the school and the parent. He was very, very pleased about our parent reaction. You know, you, you have the parent surveys. So I think as well, if you could say to schools, that's important that there is parental engagement. He seemed very keen on that, that there was okay. a response from our parents, which I thought was quite interesting. He, he was very nice about the school, to be honest. So we were very, you know, we were in a good position because he was very, we talked about the school and what he'd seen that he liked. Um, then he was asking us about our take on the school, I suppose, the essence of our school. I think he wanted to know, did we know our school? The things, you know, in terms of the values, what do you see when you come in? He didn't specifically ask that, but it was around that, that's the essence that I was thinking he was trying to get out of us. He was asking probing questions. I talked a lot about behavior in the school that I think, you know, our children are exceptionally behaved. I think he wanted to see that we could see what he'd seen. That was what he was looking for, I think. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. He wanted to test that, he, that his opinion of the school 
um, was was consistent with yours yes. and that you as a group understood the strengths and weaknesses yeah. of the school yeah I do I do that does make sense that's that's what he was he sort of picked up on an essence of what our school is the values where we were heading with that and I think he wanted to see that we echoed that that we could we, we were also all on the same page that he had seen what we we could see if that makes sense it does make sense and did he test the values a lot because sometimes governing bodies overlook that and they go um, I don't think he did he, he didn't necessarily test the values but it was something that had happened during the there'd been quite a lot of work done on the values during lockdown and there was quite a big piece on the website about it and he liked what he saw so I think he wanted to to get our reaction to that and how that had come about and and how that was how that was playing out in the school. Did he refer to lockdown arrangements at all for both the governing body and for the school and learning? Um, I think he did briefly. Yes, it wasn't a big part of what he was talking about. I think, in his opinion, children had fed quite well during lockdown for us as far do you, do you see what I mean I don't contextualize it yeah so okay. I, you know he asked us a bit about it but it wasn't central to what he was striving at yeah was there anything else that he touched on that particularly resonated with you as a chair of governors I can't think of anything I mean it, it goes so quickly it's half an hour and it's like a wall of after all the preparation yeah you know it is really quick and really brief and I think that possibly if you were in a situation where an inspector went in you didn't have your paperwork in order he could see that there was disarray you might be in there longer and have more questions the fact that it seems organized people are asking questions challenging questions it's minuted you've got a committee structure, people know what their roles are. I think that that probably lends to a very different interview to one where you go in and there isn't all of that in place. You know, safeguarding visits are happening. People are in touch with the school. It's not just by your committee structure. People are having training. I think Governor Hub really helps because you can see quite clearly on there that there's the training record. There's who's doing what. You know, I think it just lends a different... And also you've had Corin, who's probably really pushed the governing body to use it. You know, all of that's going up. Yeah. And, and, and so it, I can imagine you would have a very, very different interview if someone arrived at a school. There isn't yeah. the, the last safeguarding beating. One hasn't happened for X amount of time for whatever yeah. it, You know, I can imagine that would be a very different conversation. It would. And also, if your governors hadn't been preparing over a period of time as part of their regular work. That's probably yeah. the approach is we've, it, it is part of our regular work. It isn't something that's like, oh, my God, it's the last minute. We've got this amount of time and we need to. We've been sort of moving towards it and scaling up and making sure that everything is, you know, more ticked off than it would normally be. Not yeah. that we weren't doing it anyway. After your meeting, apart from having a huge sigh of relief and probably feeling quite nervous, um, how long after that was the feedback meeting? And did you do any preparation around that in terms of who was attending, how, um, how you were going to collect? Um, well, 
for for that, that that came quite quickly so I was the only governor that attended because we hadn't really realized it was going to be in a couple of hours and other people had to go and do other things so in terms of our governors I was the only one there but um, Ian, Fran and our deputy head Neil were also in the room so we had four of us and the feedback was amazing we, we had lots of lovely feedback so it wasn't a challenging room to be in it was a it, it felt a, a, a very nice room to be in so and, and you know he, he'd warned and said the report would be quite a while before it came so that that was the one the one bit that you've got that massive amount of time and did you have a minute taker on a practical no, level we, did you take notes we didn't go down that route. We just went in and received the feedback. So we haven't okay. made a massive plan around that. Sort of looking at it, was confidentiality stressed? And did, were you able to convey um, any of the feedback to the working party, other governors? We How did, did that we, work? We just kept it very limited. He had said that I think from now on, you're allowed to share with your governing body rather than just the full governing body. But we just, we, did, we didn't, to be honest, we just kept it in the working party, I'd fed back and said that it went very well. The feedback was very positive. We wanted to wait for the report because we didn't want to affect the report in any way. So we kind of just said, right, okay, We've left the room. <laughs> Let's just keep it, keep a lid on it and wait and see what happens when we get the report. And it was quite a wait, but, you know, you can just throw it to the back of your mind and think, yeah. right, just get on with what yeah. we're doing. How sort of overall did you find it on a personal level? It's... It's stressful. It is a stressful because you do feel a weight of responsibility. I think probably going in, you you kind of know that you've done. You think, well, everything is tidy. It's up to date. I do know my school. <laughs> you know, it, it's that thing of thinking, do I, don't I? But, you know, I in this case, I don't think anybody was looking to catch anyone out. I don't, I don't think it was like that when you, you might have that feeling going in. I don't think anyone's looking to do that. Like I say, as I said before, it might be a very different meeting yeah. if things aren't in place. And sort of as a team, as a working party sort of going forward, what do you feel were the lessons learnt? Is there anything that you felt went really well, which you've described to me? Is there anything you'd do differently, better? I don't think we'd do anything differently because I think it, it's difficult to... I mean, the prep in terms of having everything in place is the key thing. Yeah. That is that is, that is, yeah. is essentially, and that is what your job and work is in the school is to challenge, get it in the, you know, I don't I don't think you're you're pulling it out of the bag on a day in a 20-minute, 30-minute meeting. I think the work is essentially the work that you do all the time in the school, day to day having the meetings, yeah. going in, knowing the school, asking the questions. The work is the work. And I don't think you're going to be able to present that if you haven't done it in 20 minutes to someone to... Do you, does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. And um, that's the message that we're trying to get across yeah, to governors as well. The Ofsted isn't just the day, the 20 minutes. It's the, it's the years of work that go into yeah. that. 
of, of, you know, what is happening in the school? Do you know what's going on? Is that, how do you know that that's happening? Who have you asked? It is doing all of that work all of the time. So when that they do come, you know, I, I get the sort of have people in the room that can speak, but I, I don't think anyone's pulling it out of the bag in a 20 minute interview with an Ofsted inspector. Because I think they, they're looking for the stuff. They want to see that you're doing the work. Yeah. So for me, that would be the, the takeaway. The takeaway at that yeah. to make sure it's long-term planning. Yes, it's long-term planning. It's, it's making sure you've got a good structure that works for your school, that everybody knows what they're doing. Everybody feels secure in their training, in their role. They're not thinking, I don't quite know what I'm doing. If they do, they should say, feel open enough to say, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm clear on this. What, you know, do I need some training? Trying to sort that out for them if they do. It, it's an ongoing thing, I think. And my last question is, I take it then you're preparing for the next one. <laughs> well, we're, des- we're banging the window for our next. So we have two because we're, um, yeah, we're an infant and a junior that federated, but it wasn't a hard federation. So we still remain two schools. And so we're due any time now. We've been preparing this week, actually. So we're banging the window so we could be having one another one next week so which no doubt will be positive given the experience uh, I, hope, had, I, hope so. So. I mean I hope so and I hope that you know as I've said that the work that we have done will hold us in good stead when the officer and inspector arrives but uh, you know you can never tell until the day comes so and is it the same group of governors or have you because expanded we're gonna it go the same group and we're just hoping you know that people will be available trickier now because you know there's the not so much work from home people have got you know I know a couple of our governors have taken on new jobs and new roles so they might not be able to be you know as available but we'll we'll see how we go on the day but you'll work with that and manage it no doubt and I, I hope so I hope so you know I would just say to all good schools you're really not pulling it out of the bag in 20 minutes so yeah that would be my takeaway from it. And is there, are there any succession planning arrangements in place just out of interest for um, if any of your governors wish to move on? I'm just sort of just generally, this is sort of out of Ofsted. We haven't, but it's something that we really should think about. Well, all I can say is thank you so much. That's okay. um, really is appreciate. Uh, no, I really appreciate this because I think it's much more helpful for governors to hear a governor perspective. Thank you so much. That's really appreciated and good luck with the next inspection as well, Karen. Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. Back to back. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to HEP Talks. That was Nitha Atukarale interviewing Karen Tate, governor at South Haringey School, about Ofsted. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe to Herringay Education Partnership wherever you get your podcasts. Along with HEP Talks, we host a weekly Monday brief to keep you up to date with the latest educational news. See you next time.